we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Power Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast. My name is Simone, and this is our path to power season. Uh, and every week, I'm talking to some wonderful change makers, trailblazers who are absolutely making a difference in their communities by challenging the norm and creating more inclusive cultures. And every week, as I say, I get to chat to some brilliant individuals who I I get that bite-sized, that bite-sized antidote of inspiration and advice to drive um, your personal and my personal and professional growth too. So I always learn every week. I love them. I love it. And this week is someone I've known for quite a long time, actually. Um, so delighted that you were nominated and um, um, ad- added to the power list uh, this year. Carol Stewart, who is the founder of Abounding Solutions, um, an executive leadership coach, speaker, trainer, and author. And is Carol is the author of Quietly Visible, leading in- with influence and impact as an introverted woman and listed as one of the 10 best books by women to read during the pandemic. Carol, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Simone. Thank you for having me on. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Oh, it is. Like I say, I love having these chats week in, week out. It's brilliant. And everyone's different and everyone, there's always that something that you can take away. So talk to me about the book. You know, what what inspired and motivated you to write it? Right. So um, I started when I started my coaching business, 2012, um, after a while of coaching, I was reflecting on the clients that I'd worked with and I recognized a lot of them are introverted. Um, I'm introverted myself. And I started writing articles on LinkedIn and publishing them on LinkedIn about the challenges that introverted women leaders face. And I got bombarded with emails, messages, comments on my articles from women and men all over the world sharing their experiences with me. Um, and this sort of highlighted to me the misconceptions that exist around introversion and the challenges that introverted leaders face. So that's what led me to writing the book because there are a lot of misconceptions about introversion. Um, people who are introverted are often misunderstood. Um, and it was a, it was like a guide for introverted leaders, how they could be themselves and how they could be their best selves as leaders. And just explain to those people who think they know, but then just like, just talk us through the difference between an introvert and how it dif- you differ from a, an extrovert. Okay, so so the, the the personality traits, introversion, extroversion, and if you think of them existing along a continuum, in, introversion at one side, extroversion at the other, and we all have a preference as to where we fit along that continuum, and different environments and different situations will determine how the how we act and behave and in terms of whether we display more introverted behaviors or we display more extroverted behaviors and people who are introverted are more concerned with things which are internal to the mind um, and are energized by often being alone going inwards 
Whereas people who are extroverted are more concerned with things which are external to the mind and they're energized by being in environments where there's that external activity going on. Uh, people who are introverted can be overstimulated by being in those environments. It's not like we don't like them. It's just that being in environments where there's a lot of external stimulation, uh, after a while it can be draining and it may make us want to retreat and withdraw or not necessarily um, feel as engaged because we're depleted of energy. So it's all about how we interact and engage with the world. Oh, amazing. I love that. That's <laughs> and, and how do you identify, Carol? I'm introverted. Um, I, I've always been, I've always known I was quiet and I used to mistake my quietness for a lack of confidence. Um, but then when I was a, a leader in the, an organisation, um, we did the Myers-Briggs test as a, an area leadership team. And that's when I, it was sort of like officially that I was introverted. And I remember re-adding my scores because I didn't want to be associated with introversion because of the negative um, connotations that were associated with it and the misconceptions that existed at the time. But no matter how much I re-added the scores, it still came out as an introvert. I, I didn't really f- fully own it then. It was more once I'd left employment, did a master's in coaching psychology, and I I looked at the work of Carl Jung. He was the one who popularised the terms introversion, extroversion. But I really got a better understanding of what it was. And once I sort of really understood what introversion is, I I accepted that I was introvert. And I became introvert and proud, as I like to say. I love that. Out, out, and introvert and proud. Talk to us about... um... Those, um, I suppose that we talk in your book about um, quietly visible. Who are those visible introvert leaders out there or role models? Who are they? Can you name some? Oprah is one who, um, when I tell people that Oprah is introverted, a lot of people say, nah, she's not. Um, But she is. And there's a video uh, of her on YouTube where she's speaking to, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of them the person now and she talks about being introverted um and I think a lot of people don't think that Oprah's introverted because of the misconceptions that, that exist around introversion and people think that because someone is introverted that they're shy they lack confidence they don't like public speaking that they're social misfits so w- w- one of the things I did before I wrote my book I'd been out networking and a woman said and I told the woman that I was introverted and she said to me oh you don't look like an introvert and I thought, well, what's an introvert supposed to look like? And so I put a call out on social media and I asked people, when you think of the word introvert, what came, comes to mind? And I got things like shy, social misfit, social recluse, doesn't like public speaking, lacking confidence. And, and that highlighted to me the misconceptions that exist around introversion because that those could apply to people who are extroverted as well. So you have Oprah, um, Barack Obama, he's been reported as being introverted. Oh gosh, what's his name? Mark Zuckerberg, he's, he's introverted. Um, Bill Gates is introverted. Michelle Obama, she's reported as being introverted. Um, I'm not sure how, um, true that is or not, but they're, they're being reported as being introverted. Oh wow. And you talk about some of those. You talked about some big name leaders in, in some of those names you've just mentioned. Um, is leadership something that introverts are pushed into? Or is something that they embrace? I would say it's something that they embrace, but because of the misconceptions and there is an unfavourable bias towards um, extroversion in the workplace, 
And uh, Susan Cain, she's the author of the book Quiet, The Power that, um, Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. And she, she, she calls it the extrovert ideal. And, and this is an omnipresent belief that the ideal self is gregarious, alpha and comfortable being in the spotlight. And historically, that's what's been associated with being a leader or a good leader. And so people who are introverted, who don't fit that ideal, will often not be seen as being leaders or being seen that they need to be out there more, they need to be more gregarious to be a leader. But there are certain countries that embrace introversion as a leadership quality. So countries like uh, China, Japan, certain Nordic countries embrace introversion as a leadership quality. Oh, wow, this is a, every week. What do we say at the top of this? The top of this we learn <laughs> something new every day. And what are those key qualities, do you think, that uh, introverts introvert and proud uh, bring to leadership roles because it's interesting we've we you often talk I think if you if you kind of replayed some of our podcasts confidence comes up a lot and you've already mentioned that that's almost like kind of a misnomer that it you know it's almost a but what do you, what qualities do you think that are brought into roles so listening introverts are known for being good listeners um the reflection um the empathetic empathy introverts are known for being empathetic analyzing, introverts are known for analyze, being good at analyzing. Um, so those are our skills which are associated with introversion, which are key for leaders as well. And you know what, we did a piece of um a piece of research with Teesside University um, just partway through the pandemic. And what we wanted to do was look at those new traits of leadership, not specifically um, through a gender lens, just through a, a lens of leadership. Because it was, as you can, as we can all remember, it was a very uh, challenging time. And there were some very, very uh, bold people out there making some sort of uh, big statements and, and stuff. And 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 actually, you, the words that you've just mentioned were like the, the the words that were right at the top of the the survey. You know, sort of listening, empathy, vulnerability. You know, so so there we go. Who? This is great. I love this. I'm gonna. I need to go back to that. <laughs> and, and I know this is one of the things in your business, in your coaching business, that you specialise in 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 giving confidence to interview introverted senior leaders and really helping support them grow. The sort of the gravitas, influence, Im impact. Talk to us about what you have seen. What's the successes that you've seen and the results that have you seen through the the program? And, and how did you develop it with that introverted individual in mind and introverted senior leaders in mind? Yeah, so so it's something that's evolved over time as I've sort of done my research and got to understand more about introversion. Um, and so a lot of the work that I do is around sort of coaching introverted leaders to be their authentic selves, but to be able to be that confident, influential and impactful leader. Because oftentimes what happens is people feel that they have to put on a persona and they have to act in ways which are not them. They have to act extroverted in order to get on. But then what that happens with that, that is it can chip away at their self-belief. It can um, chip away at their self-confidence and it is draining for them as well. So it's about them being a leader, being an effective leader, but being themselves as well and sort of equipping them to do that. So some of the, the results that my clients have are, um, so for an example, one client, a woman making in a very, in engineering, a, a woman, introverted woman in a male dominated field and a lot of the challenges experienced because she was introverted. 
as a, as a result of the coaching, one of the things that she wasn't doing was she, because often introverts find it difficult speaking up in meetings because the way that most meetings are conducted, they're not inclusive. They don't give everyone an opportunity to speak. You get, you'll get some people who speak more than others. Um, and she found it particularly challenging, as do a lot of my clients. And that is probably one of the main things that they find challenging is speaking up in meetings. Um, but just coaching her around how to be herself in those meetings and how to hold her own in those meetings, despite people who would speak over her, despite the way that meetings are conducted where there's a, because people who are introverted have a preference for thinking and processing information before they speak, whereas people who are extroverted, they will uh, speak and they'll be processing their thoughts whilst they're speaking. So that can be misconstrued as someone who is confident because they're speaking and they're, they're talking and they're speaking a lot. But oftentimes, if people really listen to what they're saying, they, they're not actually getting to the point until, till they've like got to the end of what they're saying. So they've talked a lot, but it's not only till they get to where they make their point that they're really adding value, but people mistake that for confidence. And so with a lot of my clients, it's about how they hold their own in those meetings, how they speak up with confidence, how they exude that executive presence in those meetings and finding ways in which they can get their voice heard despite all the the noise that's going on around them. Wow, I love that. It's amazing. And and I know you, you're absolutely passionate about paying it forward and um, you know, for our next generation of leaders and particularly um around gender, racial equality and, and social inclusion. You know, how do you use your personal influence to achieve to achieve this? Okay, so I do that a lot of that through my writing. I do mentoring, I do sort of formal mentoring and informal mentoring. I've got like I think about three sort of mentees who I'm informally mentoring. Um, and it's, you know, really, it's a, it's a pleasure to be able to do that and to see how they're progressing. Um, and then I'm part of like some formal mentoring, um, programs. I, I do mentoring. Um, and through my writing as well, I, I write articles that challenge and provoke people's thinking. I'm a semi-regular columnist with the Sheffield Telegraph and I write about issues concerning gender, race and social mobility or social exclusion. Um, and yeah, I like to think that my writing provokes people's thinking um, and help them to see their their biases and how their, their, they, their beliefs may be shaping how they see other people as well. And and this is it almost sort of tracks back to the conversation we just had about your coaching and working with introverted senior leaders and you know leaning into having their voice heard and using their influence for good. That's exactly what you're doing, isn't it? You're 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 using that influence and using your own personal agency and power to good. And that that's what you know this set this series is all about your path to power and it's it's that it's good power. That's right. That's right. Yes. And and another thing that I do as well is because I'm a originally from Sheffield and most of my family is still in Sheffield is a um in 2019 started founded a, a what's called the Black Northern Women International Women's Day conference um and you know that's just grown from strength to strength and we have people that come from about 22 different cities from the north of England we even get people from London who come as well um and it's a day of empowerment for them where they can feel empowered because uh, black women in the north of England 
they are they are more likely to be disadvantaged. There's a lot of disparities um, that that you know when it comes to sort of uh, careers, when it comes to health, um, when it comes to that social inclusion, um, and so giving them a day where they can be inspired, they can be empowered, um, have people who that they, they can relate to, um, and where they can learn is is amazing. And you have a, do you have a mission around the day? Is it around mission about lifting others up? It, it is, it is, and it's about um, how they can elevate their presence and their voice as well, um, and how they can overcome the the biases and the challenges that that just because they are black women and how they can sort of rise above them. And what would you say to anyone listening out there? How can what steps can anyone listening? take part to be part of that mission so it's you know we always talk I know it's it's always about you know what you can do and what you can do to keep that conversation going you know what can do to it's like the awards we always say we are more it's not just one night it's about what we can do all year round so how can how can our listeners out there be part of that wider mission to lift people uh you know lift others up and also you know those practical steps that people can take i'd say it's about increasing their awareness about the challenges and issues that people have who are different to them um and you know making it a, a point of effort to go out of their way to understand because you know quite often people stick to what they know and what they're familiar with um, and so by by mixing with people who are different to them, whether it's social, whether it's um, racial, whether it's gender, whether it's, you know, any other difference um, and getting to know and understand people who are different to them, it makes them more aware of the challenges that individuals who are different face. Um, and by by doing that, they can then sort of change how they interact and engage with with other people and also call out microaggressions, biases when they see it as well. So be allies to people who are different to them. Also to do what they can. Everybody can do their bit to make a difference. You know, whether you are the most junior person in an organisation, whether you're the CEO, you can make a difference by just just by, you know, if, if you're somebody who's in a very junior position, just by being aware that people may not necessarily have the same advantages that you may have, how what you can do personally to call out biases, call out microaggressions. I think everybody should be a mentor. And no matter where you are in your career, you can always mentor somebody who's coming up behind you as well. So even if you are just starting out your career, there will be people who are just leaving university, leaving college or leaving school who could benefit from somebody who is in your position. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. We talk about that so often is that everyone can do one thing. Everyone can do something. If it's even something teeny tiny, those small millimetres of difference can all add up, aren't they? And um, Carol, I'm so, so grateful for you to jo- for joining us today. I really want to get you one on one of our power up sessions. We do our virtual power up mentoring every month and they're designed again just to create that give and gain kind of environment whereby you know you can take a lunch break virtually. You know we've we've just did a live and a virtual session uh, and a couple on the warship a couple of weeks ago. So we we love creating an environment to have a conversation whereby you can listen where you can have that conversation. So whether you are um, you're introverted or extroverted, we wanted to make 
make that environment where you can you can be part of the that change and using your power for good. Carol, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been so brilliant to catch up with you. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Oh, and thanks all of you for listening today. Remember, these are our weekly episodes. Please do subscribe so you don't miss an episode in our Pathway to Power season. You can find out about everything that we've going on, whether it be our podcasts, our events, our power-ups, our insights on our digital hub at wearepower.net. And if you would like to join us on this mission of professional and personal development and empowering and lifting each other up, then please do leave a review. We would love that and join in the conversation on socials at North Power Women on Twitter and Northern Power Women on all the other ones uh, using the hashtag wearepower. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We will be joined next week by another stellar amazing individual with some equally fantastic insight as carol has today my name is simone this is the northern power women podcast you've been listening to a what goes on media production